Hey, everybody. My name is Pastor B. Wallace. And I'm Keontae McDonald, and you're tuning to Simplify Complexity, a relationship podcast. All right, so we want to welcome you to another day, another podcast, no matter where you're at, no matter what you're doing. We are so grateful that you can join us and that you could be here with us. Doing a little bit of housekeeping, we first want to encourage you, please go to the website, simplifycomplexity.org. There you can find more information about us and, and just learn more about this ministry, as well as just many of the, the plethora. I mean, man, we have a lot of different podcast topics that we've talked about over the years. And so pretty much if you've gone through it, we've probably talked about it, and there's some type of resource there to help you. Also, you can check out my book, Chasing Happily Ever After. It is available on Amazon, and so we definitely want to encourage you uh, to do that. And then lastly, I'm going to be speaking uh, this summer at a really uh, fun and interactive singles retreat. So for all of our singles out there, right, we have a singles retreat uh, that's happening, and it's going to be, uh, well, just go to, it's going to be on August 12th, August 12th to the 14th. And so you want to go to SoCalSinglesRetreat.org. So SoCalSinglesRetreat.org. And there you can find more information about that. But they have just a lot of fun things that they're doing out there, as well as I will be the keynote speaker. So we want to encourage you to check that out and, and get away. One of the things we always talk about, right, Keontae, is, is you've got to invest. And sometimes, especially mm-hmm. when we're single, we kind of get in the mode of moping and we don't go anywhere. I don't have nothing to do. And, and, and so we begin to feel that way because we're not connecting. We're not doing different things to stay active. We're not doing different yeah. things to pour into our lives. And this is an opportunity where you're going to be poured into. You're going to be blessed. You're going to be nurtured and you're going to and be encouraged. And then just be around a really great community. So we want to encourage you to be a part of that. Keontae, man, how you doing today? I'm doing well, man. I, I can't complain, man. Just just got back from swimming lessons with my kids. You know, summer is upon us. So there it is. to get them ready, man. All right, I love it. I love it. So our topic today is how to recover from a bad argument. And mm. the reality is, is we hope that we're able to have communication in such a way to where when we have a difference of opinion or when we have um, just we're disgruntled or when we're frustrated. And that happens. I mean, it's hard not to be in a relationship. It's hard not to interact with people. Right, man, where you don't sometimes oh, just definitely. get frustrated. But one of the key things I, I try to encourage people is that frustration doesn't necessarily have to lead into an argument. You can have mm-hmm. a disagreement, but not necessarily argue. But oftentimes when you begin to argue is when it kind of goes to a level to where it's not healthy, right? It's not constructive. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, you're, you're, you're really kind of more attacking the person you're, you're, you're versus really dealing with the issue and trying to find resolution. And so when we begin to argue, just know that oftentimes that's already heading down a path that we don't want to go. But now I want to kind of talk about how do we define a bad argument? A bad argument, I think we've all been there, is when that argument, when that disagreement, it goes to the point to where both people are frustrated. You know, normally you're walking away mad, you're walking away frustrated, and, and you're actually more upset, you're more frustrated probably before you started that talk. Mm-hmm. You know, versus after. And here's the key thing. There really wasn't resolution. There really wasn't anything resolved. There's just this built up frustration yeah. and anger. And you're sitting in that. And and, and that's kind of where you're at. And, and so how do you recover from that? And so, so let me go with let me let me ask you first, man. I mean, is that a good description to you 
of a bad argument or how would you kind of talk about that? Man, no, I think it's perfect because, you know, man, the interesting thing about the word argument, you know what I mean? When we look upon it, especially like in the social construct of it, like let's take about, let, let's talk about like court cases or something like that. You know, like right now, like we're we just, we're just getting past like the Johnny Depp and the Amber Heard uh, court case. Yeah. But you know, in these court cases, you have opening arguments and you have closing arguments. But usually in this court case, you have two different lawyers that are both trying to argue aside about who's right and who's wrong. So, you know, just that scope of just having an argument, just like you said, there's no resolution to be found in that because you're trying to prove yourself right or try to prove this other person wrong. Wrong. That's you know what good. I mean? And mm -hmm. yeah, there's no there's no really a singular component that's, you know, really propelling your marriage forward in oneness. It's just, you know, trying to, you know, kind of separate you guys. And that's exactly what that argument is doing. And when we talk about a bad argument, I mean, you talking about like, it's a show. You know what I mean? It's, it's that. It's it went that to the next level, level right? <laughs> <laughs> you, know I mean? you, you you gonna show it's, me up? There, I'm gonna show you up. It's, it's now it's like right. who's gonna just yell the loudest? You know who's who's gonna throw the biggest tantrum? You know who who's gonna Bruh. who's gonna really show that they're more upset than the other person? <laughs> like you have like you have heated discussions, and then you get a heated discussion. They say, "Would you like that supersize?" That's a bad argument. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's super sized. And again, the key thing is, is that both parties are really walking away and there's yeah. just more frustration. There's more anger. There's more hurt. There's more disappointment um, than oftentimes when you first start that. And but so but it happens. Unfortunately, unfortunately, it happens. And so we're That's here to kind of talk about how do you recover from that? You know, what, what do you do? What are some steps that you take? And so for me, I, I want to start off. And, and I'm, I'm sure it's at the top of your list. I want to start off with prayer. I think in that situation mm -hmm. where I've had it at times where I'm so upset, I'm so frustrated, where like you're shaking. And, and hey, maybe, maybe that ain't you. I, 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 but right now, I know I'm speaking to somebody. Somebody, you were just like shaking. Your, your heart is just racing because you, you just have so much in you and, and you're so frustrated that you don't know what to do with that. And I think a key thing that as you want to, desire to recover from a bad argument is you need prayer. You need prayer mm -hmm. to begin to say, okay, God, I, I need to seek you right now. I need to step outside of self. Um, right, Because right now, off, oftentimes, the reason why you're in a bad argument because you was in the flesh. You was walking oh, in the yeah. flesh. Um, and, and so your language... The things that you were saying were of self. And we did these, you know, for the, the language, we're talking about self right now. I'm all in self right now. So what I have to say is in self. What I'm wanting is that everything is about me. It's about self rather than seeking God. And so I need to begin to say, God, help me to walk in the fruits of the spirit, meaning love, compassion, mercy, patience. Mm, I'm, I'm sure all those things do not describe probably what that argument was about. And so that prayer component is critical to really say, Lord, Help me right now to, to calm down. And here's the last part. And pray for humility. If you're going to recover, mm -hmm. if you're going to recover from a bad argument, man, you're going to have to swallow some pride. Because pride oh, yeah. is probably why you're in the argument in the first place. Pride is probably why it went the direction it went. And if you're going to recover from that, it doesn't, as you mentioned before, it's not about who's right, who's wrong. It's about where your marriage, where your relationship, where it needs to get to. And pride will keep you guys from coming together and working together for the betterment of the relationship.
I'm gonna I'm hand good. it over. I'm gonna hand it over to you, man. No, 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 man. That's that's good. I, I'll even like to uh, throw some extra credit out there on the okay. topic of pray because you know, oftentimes we go through life. You might let, let's say you might have a job interview coming up or something like that. What's the main thing we do before that? We'll pray. You know what I mean? Like, God, you know, just allow me to just have the right words. Have, allow me to be uh, present myself well. You know what I mean? Because you want to do good in this job interview. Oftentimes, we get into an argument. You can feel like when something's about to go there. You know what I mean? So the extra credit is you can even pray before. Have some preventative measures. Like, just stop and be like, let me, let's just pray. Right, let's right. just pray or let me pray. Oh, now because that could that could almost stop you, you know, from getting to that point where it becomes a bad argument. Um, so like I said, that's that's just a tidbit. But just pray, even in the recovery of it, though, praying because it opens your eyes to really see, like, okay, look, God, please just come inside of me, Holy Spirit, just allow me to be, you know, humble. Just see exactly where I went wrong. You know what I mean? Because I know it takes two to tango, but obviously, like you know. I mean, there's something on my end that I'm doing. I need to have my eyes open to see that so I can move forward in this marriage, in this relationship for the better. So, And I like that you mentioned that because that was actually one of the things that I had put down, one of the things I had spoken of is time of reflection. Sometimes mm-hmm. we want, as you said, we want to kind of jump right in and begin to deal with the issue, right? So let's say if it's a, the next day or um, later on that, the evening or whatever it might be, but let's just go for right now for the next day. So let's say it's the next day and it being the next day, you are about to approach this something, you know, let's, it's just your wife, it's your husband. She ain't going nowhere. She right there. And so, you know, you have to talk about that. You know, you have to go through this issue. And as you begin to talk about it, as you begin to go through it, oftentimes we pick up right where we left off Mm. without reflection. And that's Mm kind of what I heard from what you were saying is asking yourself what went wrong. Because not mm-hmm. most of the time when we start off with a, a disagreement, when we start off communicating, the goal isn't for us to be cursing each other out. That's normally, that's normally not the right. goal. If it is the goal, then you just need to reevaluate <laughs> your communication. And that's yeah. a whole other topic. But if, if you're going to recover, you need to take time to me to, to begin to reflect and say, what went wrong? How, how did it go here? That, that wasn't what I meant for it to do. Or that wasn't the desire for this. And I know it's not healthy. Mm-hmm. So now you're kind of asking the question, kind of what went wrong? And that, that helps you because now you can approach it differently. You want, also want to ask this um, question, is better understand maybe your partner. You know the mm-hmm. triggers. You know what I mean? You, you know the trigger. You, you, you know how to push the buttons. You know that maybe the, the right time and the wrong times to begin to talk about. So you just had to talk about it right now is game two of the NBA finals. You know, you, you know, <laughs> so you're you going to really talk about this right now. Right. And, and you weren't you didn't get the response that you was looking for. But that's because you really did not approach that person with an understanding way. Now, here's the right, last right. one that, that I'll kind of give is reflect on what am I really upset about? I've sat down that's with a couples. It's a big one. I've sat down with couples and they really don't know what they're upset about. And if you don't really know what you're upset about, then you, you, here's the thing, you know, you're upset. I'm not saying you're not upset. You just don't, you're not able to really um, verbally communicate what that is. You're just upset. You're not going to find resolution if you don't know what you're really upset about, because the other person is going to be like, okay, Talk to me. What, what did I do wrong? What happened? And if you're just, oh, I don't know, I'm just upset, you know, and just saying things, 
then that's really not going to be helpful. So if you're going to recover from a bad argument, you need to spend time really kind of dealing with some of those things. You, you want to jump on any of those I mentioned? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Um, My first response uh, this is kind of twofold. Um, but on the reflection part of that, I want to back up on there just a little bit because I think that that's that's something great to do because oftentimes, and I'm going to just use myself, for example, especially in my earlier parts of my marriage when I was, you know, around the 19-ish part, I would get into an argument and instead of reflecting on like, you know, what went wrong or what could I have done better or how could I, you know, how can I mend this? You know what I would be thinking about? Dang, I should have said, I, I can't believe I didn't say that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now I'm, I'm taking this time that I should be using for reflection and I'm mulling over of like, dang, I... Now we out of this argument, that was a good point I could have made. You know what I mean? So instead of doing that, because that's what a lot of people do. Instead of doing that, you do want to take that reflection time and really try to move forward and see how you can mend it, not how you can make yourself look better, how you can present yourself better. Um, so I think that that's that's a that's a good I, I love that how how not to present yourself better, not not how you, that's so good because you're right. We do kind of think back like, man, I should have said this. And then the mm-hmm. next time you do talk, then that's exactly what you say. And I, I want right. to add to that. Ask yourself, what is the goal? Yeah. As you're about yeah. to re-engage, right? So you, you just went into battle and you, you, you lost it. You, you might have won the argument, but you lost the battle. That, mm-hmm. that went over somebody's head. But, but so, <laughs> right. you won the argument. You totally lost the battle. So you lost the battle. Is the goal to, to begin to, to win the battle or is it to win the argument? And really, mm-hmm. the battle is Satan wants to divide your relationship. Yeah. Satan wants to divide your home. Satan wants you to end up in a divorce, whatever it might be. That's what Satan desires. That's the battle, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's that's the war. So, you know, you have all these things that are happening. And so you have to ask yourself, the goal is, is we want to find resolution. We want to begin to work on this so we, there can be resolution and if you're thinking like that, if that's your mindset stepping into this re-engaging, then, then it will help you a whole, whole lot. Did you, did you have another one yeah. man, you want to throw out there? Yeah, yeah. Another one I want to get into is um, just the knowing your spouse aspect of it. Because I think, you know, people, we, we kind of misunderstand, like, once we get married and the person that we with, like, that's just them. As if they just are never going to change. You know what I mean? For me, I've been married for going on 13 years now. And... One thing I've noticed is that, you know, every two years or so, like my wife picks up different habits. You know, she kind of changes. She evolves. That's that's a better word. She evolves. You know, so yeah, it's a yep. big evolution in this marriage. And a lot of us don't take the time to really learn and know our mate. You know what I mean? Like that's good. I, I took an EMT, I took an EMT class a few years ago. And one thing I really noticed about that is like we had to learn CPR a certain way. And then we had to do continued education. And like not even a year later the CPR procedure was changed. You know what I mean? And that's continued education. So you want to continue to learn your spouse, yep. know their triggers, know their habits, because especially in a bad argument, sometimes we get into the habit of like, nah, like I want to, I want to talk about this now, talk about this right now. And it's, and that might not be a good area for your spouse because your spouse might need that little hour break or a couple hours break to really reflect, to really calm down and, you know, get themselves ready to be able to receive, to be able to understand, to be able to mend. You know what I mean? And that's, like I said, that's where it comes key to really knowing your spouse, knowing yeah. how they're triggered, knowing you know, the best way to really communicate to them. Because trying to do something within five minutes of a big argument, they're not going to understand. They're not going to grasp what you're trying to say. Right. So. Yep. I, I, I like that. I like that. So uh, one of the things I'll add to it or another point that I have 
is don't wait for the other person. So if you're going to recover from this, oftentimes what happens is two people are caught in their feelings. And well, Mm -hmm. and, and in that moment, oftentimes both are hurt. Both feel as though somebody did something. And so if you're going to wait for the other person, then that's really going to to cause you to lose the battle even more. Right. So mm-hmm. ultimately, let's say if, if 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 the war is the relationship and we're trying to win the war so that way we can have a good, long lasting marriage or or have a long lasting relationship. Each of those arguments are that battle. Right. And, and, and so yeah. each of these frustrations and these challenges are that battle. And so if if you are not willing to come back and to initiate that, and you're always going to have the viewpoint of, well, they need to do it. And I've, I've, I get it. It's frustrating sometimes when you feel like you're always the one. But in the end, if you're going to repair this, if you're going to get this this boat and this thing back on track, then you have to be willing to initiate it and stop waiting for the other person. I know right now I'm speaking to somebody. You, you waiting and, oh, but you don't know what they did. And, and so I ain't going to talk to them mm-hmm. and they ain't talking to me. Oh, what, how, Where's that going to get you? You know, good luck with that <laughs> right. one. You know, right. <laughs> so you, you're definitely going to have to do that. So that, that's kind of one of the points I want to throw out there. You have something else, man? I mean, but I would say, that I just want to pick because that's good. It's important. You know what I mean? Oftentimes within a society of like, you know, people always want to say like, you know, somebody has to be the bigger person. It's not necessarily being the bigger person. It's just knowing and realizing how big your marriage is. You know what I mean? So you want to exact, do exactly what you said. You don't want to wait and just say like, well, you know, she offended me. So, you know, it's it's, on, it's the balls at her court for her to come back to me and, and reconcile all of this. No, if you have enough sense to realize that and articulate that in your brain, then you should have enough sense to say, man, okay, this is yeah, this is bigger than me. This is This is my marriage. This is my family. Let me go in there and just go ahead and soften this blow and, and try to mend this. Let me nip this in the bud and reconcile then and there. Because like just like you said, where are you gonna go if both of you guys are not speaking? And then now, you know, this not speaking for two hours is turning to two days and then, and then before two you know weeks. this a week. And then two months, <laughs> you know right. So you when you do that, you hit it on the fast track and just separation. You just that's just just preparation for separation. You know what I mean? So you wanna practice mending as much as possible. Coming yep. to a reconcilable point in your marriage as much as possible. And that begins with you not waiting on somebody, but actually being the person to initiate. So well, and, and it goes back to what I said earlier. That that takes humility. Pride is saying, no, I'm not going to approach them first. Full that's circle. pride. Full circle. And you got to make, that's why you got to pray and say, Lord, give me humility. If I'm going to recover, if we're going to recover from this, humble me because it's not about who's right and who's wrong. It's about the health of our relationship and mending that relationship so we can recover, the key word, recover from this. I ain't going to the hospital. Okay, well, well good luck with that one. You, you, you got stabbed, you know, you're hurting, you're bleeding out, you know, and so you need stitches, you, you need some surgery. Mm-hmm. And so you need to do that. So, and then that actually goes to another point that I had here is as you're going to do it, now we're kind of going more into the communication side of it. So I'm not going to dive deep into this because that's like a whole new discussion. But I, I did want to say, the th- you know what I mean? That uh, starting with an apology or starting with where you went wrong is helpful. And just because you're the mm-hmm. one that initiated, just because you apologize, doesn't necessarily mean that that other person, you're, you're not saying that what they, you're not condoning what they did by acknowledging what you did. 
And I think yeah. sometimes we struggle with apologizing or taking ownership for our part because of the, the major part that maybe the other person did. So let's say the other person, they lie, right? So in them lying, you called them names. Well, your part, that was not helpful. You, what you did was not constructive and it ended up, you know, not being helpful to the issue. But it doesn't change the fact that you started calling them names. You started cursing them out. And, and so you got to take ownership for your part. And even though they're the ones that lied, they're the ones that maybe did something deceptive. It, you want to re-engage in that because you want to heal and you want to amend this relationship. And so, you, hey, you started out and you're saying, hey, you know what? My approach was wrong. You know, I apologize for that. And now you begin to hit the issue. And that was going to be the second point. This, and I'll end here for me. Is as you begin to recover and you're going to talk about it, Keep the main thing the main thing. Don't don't get all distracted. You know, don't, don't all of a sudden talk about mama and daddy. No, what was the deception? <laughs> what yeah. happened with the deception? Because I'm telling you, all of a sudden, well, give me an example. And then all of a sudden, you give that example. Of the, and then all of a sudden, you way off and left field. Like, no, no, yeah, just, else. bring it back, man. It's about the deception. It's not about right. what I did and how what how late it was, you know. And, and so, so you, you definitely want to keep the main thing the main thing. But here, here's a key word. A soft answer turns away wrath. And so our ability to be gentle and, and soft and, and, and keep our tone down and nice and calm, it, it, it's going to really help in that recovery process. That, 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 that's all I got. I have one more thing to close, but that's all I got right there. That's, that's, that's Bible. Man, for me, my last thing, man, and you know, it's just a bigger picture kind of scope thing is don't throw away your investment. And what I mean by that is, you know, again, with an analogy, oftentimes we go through life, right? Let's say, you know, you're at work, you get into one of your supervisors, something like that. You know what I mean? You just don't not show up for work for five days because you got into it with the supervisor. Or they all had a disagreement or, you know, you know, you, you took the time to get your driver's license and learn how to drive and you got a ticket. You're not just going to not drive for the next four days because you got a ticket. You know what I mean? Oftentimes, we don't approach our marriage as if it weighs more than everything else in the world. You know what I mean? Like, we'll get into an argument, and all of a sudden, I can't talk to this person for five days or for, for five months or so on and so forth. Like, you mean to tell me that you're willing to throw away all these years invested, the children invested, you know what I mean? The union that you've been building up, all this stuff that you invested, you're just going to throw it away? You know what I mean? So, you want to really come to grips and just understand, like, you know, this marriage just isn't just, you know, a, this is just some regular relationship. I'm just having with person A and I'm person B and when we get into disagreement, it's just easy for us to continue to separate ourselves. Like this is investment. It's not only just an, it's not only a, a monetary investment, you know, because of both of your finances. It's not only just a time investment. This is an right. investment for the kingdom. That's right. what your union is. That's what marriage is. That's what holy matrimony is. You know what I mean? So. You have to continue to look at that, look at your marriage in the bigger picture and understand that it weighs heavier than everything else in the world that you put off. If you get into a little disagreement with something, you continue to you know, move forward in those things in life. Is your marriage not worth more than that? Right. So that, that's that's my last thing. Just know that this, you know, don't don't throw away your investment. Yeah. Well, I, and I, I just wanted to close with this. And that don't underestimate the importance of professional help. Unfortunately, sometimes yep. our arguments and the friction and the frustration is, is so deep that in order to really recover, you need help. And I, I think sometimes 
relationships and marriages, they're drowning and they're not asking for help. And so understand that if you keep trying to recover from an argument, keep recovering from an argument, and y'all ain't making any headway, at that point, it's time to say, okay, you know what? Let's pull in somebody. And that small thing makes such a huge difference because now you have a third party who's kind of there to help you guys practice good techniques, really work through all the things we talked about, reflection, really communicating what's wrong, the other person taking time to listen, all the things that you're probably not doing as far as having good communication skills and why there's a breakdown is that counselor will help you to do it. And so either A, you can go with a counselor. Um, In most cases, you can get with a counselor. B, in some of your harder or more challenging situations, you need a um, more of a, a, a psychiatrist or a psychologist that, yeah. that can really kind of help you to walk through that. But that's normally where there's more of a deep-seated past issue of, of, of hurt or maybe something you know that happened there. But for most of the time, most of what you're dealing with can just happen with a, a spiritual counselor, a pastor, or somebody like that uh, who can help you in that area. So just, just, I, yeah. I just want to put that out there. That's, that's so important that having that outside help is critical. That, I mean, that's very important because oftentimes I think we look at when we ask people for help, we look at ourselves as failures or like, oh, my, you know, my marriage is a failure if I got to go get some help. Or we on the other side of the spectrum where like, no, this is our problem and, you know, we have to figure it out. Like, unfortunately, you know, God sent us a savior down here because we couldn't figure it out. That's <laughs> you know good. I mean? That's good. So, that's really good. <laughs> so you need to go ahead and seek that professional help when you can. So that's 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 good. man. Yeah. All right, well, uh, let's close in prayer. Father, we thank you for your love. We thank you for your guidance. And Father, we just want to pray for all the relationships out there right now that um, they're battling. They're, they're battling, they're, they're going through it because there's frustration involved and, and, and they're not communicating well. They're not communicating properly. And, and, and so they're, they're ending these conversations where they're more upset and frustrated than they were when they first started it. And, it, and resolution is not happening. And so, Father, we pray that they will be able to receive some of these tips that we shared and that they're able to recover from these arguments so that way their marriage and their relationship is better off. Father, we love you. We ask all these things in your son Jesus' name. Amen. All right, everybody, don't forget, go to the website. Uh, Don't forget to review us, hit the like button, share, do all those great, great, great things. Um, And you know somebody needs to hear this. So definitely share this with somebody. Uh, Don't forget about the singles retreat that is happening in August. And so we want to encourage you to to do that. And so there's a singles retreat. SoCalSinglesRetreat.org is where you can find more information and register for that. So God bless you. God keep you. Until next time. That's the way it's supposed to be. It's a family reunion and my family's with me. Come on, this is what you're looking for.